Welcome back to Good Boys, Bad Habits. It is Hampton and Brian here today. Yep, that's me. I'm no, here. No Michael. Um, he is... Still celebrating Christmas. He Yeah, he's working actually. Well, he was working. He takes Christmas in the same amount of days that Jewish people take Hanukkah. So... I'm not gonna, I don't know how many days that is. Eight. He has eight days of Christmas. So, um, or is it nine days, eight nights? Someone send me a menorah. <laughs> a menorah has <laughs> has an odd number has an odd number of candles. Has four on each side and one in the middle, right? So there's nine or days. Am I thinking about an advent calendar with I think four around and one in the middle? I don't know. I think it's eight nights that you celebrate Hanukkah. So that's what Mike's doing on Christmas, and that's why he can't be here. Are we googling? Yeah. Google doesn't know. How would Google not know how long Hanukkah is? I don't know. Eight eight nights and days. So I was wrong about the candles. Yeah, you were wrong. Um, well, we learned something new today. We made it almost four consecutive weeks, but then I came down with a serious illness, um, followed by pink eye. How'd you get pink eye? Um, my nieces had pink eye. Contracted it from them. Nice. Um, so that was horrible mm-hmm. um, but I was healthy by the 24th the 23rd was my last day of illness the 24th 25th I felt fine so I had a good Christmas how'd, how'd Santa treat you great great what's the best thing he got you um, best thing Santa got me was tickets to the Duke Mayo Bowl oh yeah. thank you Santa yeah just in time how I do know. you know that they were playing so long how do you make that cr- in his workshop it was crazy it was like I like it was the tickets were already on my phone and oh, my, there was money taken out of my bank account I don't know <laughs> ticket Santa uh, so today we're going to talk about New Year's Eve. Yep. We're going to talk about the college football playoff, NFL, good pats in the get in the kennels. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to get into some NFL and college football picks. Um, we're also going to discuss the dream I had about Brian and because oh. he has some explaining to do. Okay. So this happened when I was at my fever stage of my illness and I didn't sleep one night. Mm-hmm. I was sleeping in 30 minute increments and I had a, I had a dream about you. Well, it wasn't about you. You were in it. Okay, I can't wait to answer. But it was back when we lived at back when we lived together, and it was five a.m. and I was on the I was on the couch with the flu, and you walked in and you said, "Can you cover my shift?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, where, cover, "Where do we work together?" I, no, no, I was like, "Cover your shift where?" He said, "At the biscuit factory." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "What do you mean?" He said, "I have I was supposed to be at the biscuit factory in thirty minutes, I can't make it. I'm going out of town. Can you please cover my shift?" And I was like, dude, I have the flu. And he's like, this would really help me out. And I was like, I don't even know how to make biscuits. And then you walked out. And I woke up, and I had 101 fever. <laughs> I gave you the flu. So, yeah, th- that could have been what happened. Um, question of the day. New Year's resolution. You first. You first. Um, my New Year's resolution this year is to be a better gambler. Dang um, it. That was going to be mine. My- <laughs> okay. We can't use that one then. Okay. Pod resolution is to be a better gambler. I think this year we chose to just have more fun with it. Uh-huh. If we wanted to bad get choice. analytical and actually make good picks, we could, but we chose not to. And it was bad choice. For and sure. I'm not starting today. No. So the picks I'm giving today are shit also. Yeah. Um, but so be we're starting bad- in the new year. Yeah. We're starting the new year. That's a new year's resolution. Mm-hmm. Um, not gambling related. Not gambling related. Mm-hmm. Book a month, twelve books. Oh, that's a good one. Twelve books. Book a month. I feel like most fiction people or say nonfiction. It. I only read nonfiction. I can't read fiction. I think that you should try twelve fiction books this uh, year. Twelve fiction books. Twelve fiction books. Okay, we'll do that. All right. Uh, uh, can I pick them? No, you can't pick them. Why not? <laughs> it takes all the fun out of it. What do you mean? I think it makes it a little more interesting. Because then you never know what you're gonna get. Like one one week it could be Magic Treehouse. I don't want Magic Treehouse. I bet you ain't never 
even there, experienced re- it. I have read Magic Treehouse. My favorite one is when they go to the um, they go to Central Park when it's being built. Ugh, boring. I like when they go somewhere exotic. <laughs> what, what is your New Year's resolution this year? Um, other than gambling related, um, I'm going to. Wake up earlier. There you go. What time? Wait, you already wake up early. Earlier. Wow. I've been really bad about waking up early for the last month. That's all right. Well, that's the the problem is is that there's no sunlight anyway. So it's we'll call we'll we'll call it six thirty a.m. Monday through Friday. I like it. Awake by then, we'll like feet on the ground, boots se- on the ground, boots on the ground. Six thirty Monday through Friday. And we'll, we'll call, call it seven fifteen on the weekends. <laughs> How about eight thirty on the weekends? That's fine. I'm, I'm not like, living up to the weekends one. I'm going like, to put that out there. That sounds like a good New Year's resolution. Mm-hmm. Um, I have another one. Okay. Go back to work. Ooh, yeah. Um, You're unemployed. I'm, I'm living the unemployed life. Mm-hmm. And uh, before you feel bad for me, it was on my own terms. I'm just going to a new job in January. But this has been the best six days in my life, not having any responsibilities. So I might do this more often. Um, yeah, couple, I mean, it, my resolution is to also go back to work. There it is. There we go. <laughs> so everyone's worked. 2023 is the year of we're going to actually work. Um, yeah. New Year's Eve. What do you want to talk about New Arguably, Year's Eve Arguably, is it the most overrated holiday? Because I don't... I think like, Halloween's the most overrated. What did you do last New Year's Eve? Last New Year's Eve, what did I do? Exactly. I went to a New Year's Eve party. I don't know where or was who. Was I there? Probably. I'm trying to think. I can't oh, remember. we had one at our house. We had a New Year's Eve party last year? Yeah. Yeah, we had one at our house last year. I don't remember that. When we were roommates. And then you had to go and get married or something. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, I don't remember that. I think New Year's Eve is overrated for sure. I think it's kind of fun. Um, I think I think the acorn drop is stupid. Oh, I was I was going to get into that in a little bit. I was trying to find my. I was trying to look at my photos to see what was going on in January, January first, twenty twenty two. I have a I have a jump between my photos, November twenty sixth to twenty twenty one, and then I don't have another photo on my phone until January twenty first. You can search it by date. Uh, I I save all my pho- photos on Google. I don't keep any of them on my photos app. Huh. For, for mostly for storage. Um, I, I'm not gonna. We'll call it New Year's Eve party it. at our house. I'm sure that's true. I'm sure that's true. Um, yeah, so I was going to get into that. Uh, what sounds the most miserable is being in Times Square for the ball drop. That doesn't seem fun. Yeah. That seems like a long day. That's no fun. Um, sounds miserable. So here are the better alternatives to the Times Square ball better. drop. Yep. Um, these are different drops that other towns have incorporated. Mm. One of them is the Acorn Drop in Raleigh, mm-hmm. which drops at 9 p.m. I believe. It might be 8 p.m. I thought it was 10 p.m. I don't know. I've never gone. I think they might do it twice. They do it one early for kids. They definitely kids. do it for kids. So that could be like 6 p.m. Yeah. Because okay. it's dark by 6. Okay. Um, here are some other good ones. Um, moon pie drop in Mobile, Alabama. It's, How do they do that? They, it's not an actual moon pie. It's a big moon pie sign. Oh, okay. Um, giant potato drop. Idaho. Boise, Idaho. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's a good one. Um, what's stay local? Pickle drop. Mount Olive, North Carolina. Makes sense. Like a big fake pickle? Yeah, big pickle. Big big pickle. They drop it. Okay. Um, cow drop. Marietta, Georgia. I didn't read too much into this, so I don't know if it's a live cow or if it's a fake cow. I'm thinking it's not live. Um, here's a live animal, though, one that I know about. Groundhog. Possum drop. Clay County, North Carolina. There's also a town in Georgia that does it. Um, they just drop a possum from how high? 
so based on what I it? was seeing, no, no, no. Based on what I, because me and my roommates wanted to go to it a couple of years ago. Based on what hmm. I was seeing is they have like this big ball, this mm-hmm. big like glass cylinder it's in. So it's like covered in lights and they put a live possum in it and they drop it. Dude, that, that possum has to hate that, right? The king of the possums. You have to be you have to be the top possum to get in the ball. <laughs> but it's so bright. <laughs> it's so bright. So those are if you're looking for a better alternative than traveling to the big city and watching the ball drop at Times Square. Did you know they did it since 1907? I know they've done it for a long time. That's crazy. Um, I'm thinking the better option might be like a living room. A living room is also nice. A bar. A bar is also good. Um, but if you really are set on seeing something drop in real life, if you could if you could drop one thing to bring in the new year, what would it be? I think it would be funny to do like a piano, but like, you know how like cartoons, they drop pianos on people. Yeah. So they just, they, it's not like they have it like connected or anything. They just drop it off a tall building and let it. I think it'd be fun to watch like every year, uh, they pick a new destination where they just demolish a building. (laughs) And every year we ring in new year by demolishing a whole building. They could probably do that. The amount of buildings that get demolished every year. Yeah, exactly. This year it could be. Just save one. The White House. No. Oh, whoa. Joke. Oh, I didn't say I would do it. Um, I, it could be the uh, Holiday Inn in downtown Raleigh because they, there is a planned demolition for it coming next year anyway. So might oh, as well yeah. move it up. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and demolish it this year. Well, New Year's Eve will be... We'll let you know how our New Year's Eve went. Mm-hmm. Um, currently, we have loose plans. Very loose. Very loose plans. So, But we're going to ring it in. Is which, it bring it in or ring it in? It's ring it in. It's definitely ring it in, right? Yeah. I think I had that conversation with Pearson last year where he thought it was bringing in the new year. No, why would you bring in the new year? It's ringing. You're ringing it. Well, why would you ring it in? I mean, neither makes sense. <laughs> no, the whole day doesn't make sense. Um, all right, let's get into NFL Week 16 recap. Okay. So we have five playoff spots still up for grabs. We have three in the NFC, two in the AFC. Awesome. Um, the teams that have officially clinched the playoffs are in the AFC, the Bills, the Bengals, the Ravens, the Chiefs, the Chargers. In the okay. NFC, Eagles, Cowboys, Vikings, 49ers. None of those are really that surprising from beginning of the season, except maybe the Vikings. Um, but pretty standard for those teams. It's funny that in both the AFC and NFC, two wild card spots are already clinched. Yes. It shows how strong a couple of the divisions are. Um, the, the Souths are bad. The AFC and the NFC South are the two divisions that still have not had a team qualify for the playoffs. Do they already know who won the AFC North between Bengals Ravens? No. Okay. Both teams so have one of the, playoff, they're both in the playoffs. But no one's clinched the division. Got it. Right now it's the Bengals hold the division, but that is subject to change. Okay. Um, so we had football on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day for the first time in a while. Mm-hmm. Do you rank this as better or worse than Thanksgiving football? Because I have huh. strong opinions on it. I mean, to me, they felt kind of the same, just because, like, sit around and talk with your family or, ooh, watch the football game. Um, I guess if my family did, like, a traditional, like, big Thanksgiving or Christmas, I'd probably choose whichever one had more people at it for it to be better on that day. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say I like Thanksgiving football better. I'm not going to hold the fact that Christmas Day games sucked. Because there's, we're obviously. It was too cold. Well, the, the Christmas Day games. It was obviously they made that they made the schedule before the season, and on paper, if you saw the Christmas Day games before the season started, you probably would have been excited. You would have been like, "Those are good games." Like, like Rams versus Broncos, and mm-hmm. 
what was the night bucks cards mm-hmm. you know, those would be good games competitive um I think Christmas Day football, the problem with it is that I think Christmas Day is a much more involved holiday. Yeah, there's, there's actually, a lot going on. You actually have to do more. You have to do more stuff. Like Christmas Eve, like you got to go. You, most A lot of people go to church. Mm-hmm. So like that's like I missed the Panthers, most of the Panthers game because I went to church. Christmas Day, you're unwrapping presents. You're doing all that stuff. Some people travel on Christmas Day, whatever. Thanksgiving feels so easy because you show up at one place in you the morning. Eat and you eat and drink. All day. And you don't move yeah. for a long time. Christmas Day feels like there's a lot of moving parts to it. That's so it makes it harder to sit down and watch a football game. I mean, I had the same ease on both days this year, just sitting around doing nothing watching football. Uh, so I was really appreciative. I was, I think I appreciated Christmas Day football this year more because it's something I don't usually get. But yeah. I do enjoy the Christmas NBA slate typically. Yes. So I don't really like the stepping on the toes. And I ended up watching more NBA this year. Mostly because the games were better. The games were so good this Christmas for the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, and the NBA is officially back. Holy shit. It's so back. It's so back. It will, NFL will always be king, but the NBA will have its... Will be Prince. Will, yeah, it will be Prince. Um, so, yeah, that's a that's a treat we get every now and then. I guess it would be like, what, every six years that you have Christmas Eve, Christmas Day football, like mm-hmm. multiple games on one day. So that was nice. Um, there were a lot of games that didn't matter this weekend. Yep. There were a lot of games that did matter. So we'll go ahead and start with some hometown teams to kick it off. Bengals, Patriots. Oh, no. Well, it's not hometown necessarily where we live. It's hometown to you where you cheer for. Mm-hmm. The Bengals defeated the Patriots 22-18. to 18. Score gummy. A classic football score. Someone score, says. score gummy. <laughs> score gummy. So if we got nothing else, we got a score gummy. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe Burrow carved up the Patriots in the first half, but the Patriots rallied back in the second half. I'm over this note. Um, so we ask it every week. Will New, England, <laughs> will New England make the playoffs? No. Because it, sometimes they seem like they want to make the playoffs, and sometimes they see like they don't. So no, coming no, from a Patriots no, fan, no. No, no, no. Coming from a Patriots fan, I beg that they don't make the playoffs. And their 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 path to victory is very hard, difficult. The last thing that I want to watch say, in the playoffs is yeah. Patriots football. Say, say the Chiefs are the two seed. Uh-huh. And we're the seven seed. The Patriots have to be the seven seed, I think, at this point. Yeah. The wild card shaped up to be. Yeah. So Patriots on the road in Arrowhead. That's going to be, we'll say, we'll give it the 405 kickoff on a Saturday. Huh? Yeah. I mean, what a miserable day that would be. I mean, we would lose by 40. And then we'd we'd score like two touchdowns, one defensive touchdown, one offensive touchdown in one quarter, and then we'd be down like ten and be like, "Ooh, we have a chance." And then Patrick Mahomes would just slice and dice seventy-five yard drive game. I think this is where the mindsets are different between me and you because of the history of our fan bases. Okay, of like I just want to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like it's like I don't care if we lose. Like it's the fact that we're there because we've struggled so much for so long. Patriots fan, it's like, we don't want to be there unless we're making the AFC championship game. Exactly. <laughs> like, I don't care if we're not going to. But we're honestly, not good enough to make the championship game. Who cares? I mean, I'm pretty torn, though, because the end of the year, if you asked me if I wanted to make the playoffs or try and get a good pick, I probably would have said good pick. Yeah. And then they won a couple games in a row, and I was like, let's go make the playoffs. Because so, now, the, now pick, the pick's going to be like pick's gonna 14, be 14, 16. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what do the Patriots get at the 16th pick in the upcoming NFL draft? Yeah. Josh Downs, fingers crossed. <laughs> um, 
I don't know, dude. They, they suck. The, here's here's what I want next year, starting for football season. Um, an offensive coordinator. You have one. No, we have two. Oh yeah, what's better than one offensive coordinator? Two offensive coordinators. They're both incompetent. Do you think the idea was if you take like two bad semi-functioning like no 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 it's football. two bads make a good yeah okay and say, it didn't work okay it didn't work what about what about nepotism does that work no okay. nepotism <laughs> it, it's never worked well do, do you know a time when nepotism nepotism has worked off the top of my head no okay good me neither i'm trying to think i'm trying to think um buddy Beheim. okay fair enough he was fun he was fine. Oh, no. What's this next question about the Patriots? Um, how much longer can the Mac Jones experience continue? I don't think this year can really count. Uh, so last year, he, he, had a, he had a decent rookie year. Wasn't the best rookie year. Wasn't the worst rookie year. He had a decent rookie year. This year. Pro Bowler. Yeah. This year, he's he grittied in the Pro Bowl last year. So that yeah. gives him some points. Um, this year, he has been bad. Honestly, his first four games were bad. Then he sat out a few games, then he came back, and he's only had like one turnover in like yeah. seven weeks. Sophomore slumps are what they are. Yeah. They happen. Um, but I was going to throw you out a couple of stats here I had on him. Okay. He's 32nd out of 33 in QBR. Uh, that tends to happen when you don't throw the ball. Yep. 31st in pass touchdowns, 19th in yards, which... Also happens when you don't throw the ball. Yep. He throws an interception rate of 2.2%, which is... Nineteenth best in the league, so he's about av- he's above he's about average in the you know throwing interceptions in terms of how much he throws. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that hurts him the most is that he's boring, and might be a dirty player. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I think it's confirmed. I think so. The Brian when he twisted Brian's burns ankle it was like, well, you know, maybe he was actually like trying to just like tackle him to mm-hmm. like, stop him. Yep, whatever. Then he kicks uh, the Bears player. Rashawn, what's his name? Brisker. No. He kicks Brisker in the nuts. You're like, ah, oh, that's it. That was intentional. Good play. Um, and then he t- tries to take out a guy's knees behind the play. He's a fighter. Well, and a competitor. Well, he is. And am he I just, gonna am I gonna blame someone for that nowadays? He, he's a fighter and a competitor, and he just does it in a dirty, dirty fashion. If LeBron in his second year twisted someone's ankle on the ground while he was laying there, would you be mad at him? Or would you still call him King Wait, We don't need to bring him up. In there. What do you call him? King Mac? Uh, who Mc- knows? King McCorkle? I don't know. we got to wait 20 years. Um, I agree. Can't hold this season against him. But next year? Next year is where it all comes down to the tipping point. It's going to be like if he doesn't play at a if he doesn't play as a top 15 quarterback next year in the NFL, the Patriots have to make a decision. Because well, Belichick's close to retirement. Well, let's think of it this way. Let's think of it this way. You tell me a top 30 wide receiver in the NFL that's on the Patriots. None of them. Jacoby Myers is their best player, and he's he's a good – Jacoby Myers is and a He's great like a six-round pick. He's a great sec, second option. Yes. He's a great second option because he doesn't drop balls. No. We have two above-average tight ends if you throw the ball. But you need, a, you need a playmaker. And then we have running backs that are good but fumble in big game-time – moments you need a legit number one receiver badly badly and you do need new coordinators and so and we need we need to use Tyquan thornton we spent probably our highest pick on a receiver other than Enkil harry and so long on him which he's having a career resurgence this year 
Shut up. <laughs> um, we have Jacoby Myers, who, like, I agree with you, great second option. Devontae Parker, another guy that could be a great second option if he was a second option. But then the guys that get the ball the freaking most are Nelson Algalore and fucking Kendrick Bourne. Which, again, good, good. Third and fourth, fourth options. options. Yeah. Um, they have some problems. They Lots. have some problems. Their defense is still... All will be right when Tom Brady is back in a New England Patriots jersey next year. Luckily for them, they still have Matthew Judon, and they have... Um, Jack Jones. Jack Jones, and they have... What's that other defensive end's name? Oshai? Obaji. Obaji. I was thinking of uh, Oshai Obaji, who plays for the Jazz, mm-hmm. um, who has like 10 sacks this year. So the defense will... Our defense is good. It's good. If we had a competent offense, we'd be the Vikings. If you had Justin Jefferson, I'd say you'd be the Vikings. Yeah, give me Kirk. Um, Joe Burrow carved y'all in the first. Joe Burrow's first half might have been the best first half ever. It was like a perfect first half. That was awesome. Didn't he like have like was like twenty four? He had like twenty four completions in the first half. At one point, he had fourteen in a row. Insane. Like I, I believe this. Mahomes and Allen are one A and one B. I think Mahomes is still better than Allen, but Allen gives you a little bit more versatility probably Mahomes does things that no one's ever seen though mm-hmm. i think burrow is clearly the third best quarterback behind them i agree i don't think it's much of a conversation anymore about who's behind him mostly i mean lamar's been hurt so you can't have you can't you can't hold that against lamar he's been hurt i think hurts has been making a little bit of push this year hurts yes but but joe, joe, joe burrow every single pass he makes is beautiful. And but gu- gun and to makes- my head, who am I picking between Burrow, Lamar, and Hurts? I'm picking Burrow. You're picking Burrow all day. And it doesn't hurt him that his the two guys he gets to throw to are Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. Yeah, I wonder what Joe Burrow would do on the Patriots. T- you put T. Higgins on any – I mean, T. Higgins is arguably wide receiver one on the Bengals by the number he's putting up. I mean, That's only because insane. Jamar got hurt. That's true. Well, T. Higgins also missed some time. He missed about three or four weeks. But think about it. You put T. Higgins on any other team. He's option one. He's probably option one. Except for a handful of teams. Yeah. You know, like obviously Jefferson and Diggs There's like and seven Hale. teams in the league where he's not option one. <laughs> Which is pretty pretty good to have that as your second option. Yep. Um, Let's move to your team. Yeah, we can move to my team. So the Panthers defeat the Lions 37-23 with 320 yards on the ground. The Panthers keep their playoffs hope alive and they control their own destiny. Um, I tweeted my favorite thing about the Panthers team this year is how inconsistent they are. Um, I think against the it was against the Steelers. They rushed for eight yards, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they turned around and they rushed for three twenty on the Lions. That was back to back weeks, right? Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, the Lions are a competent defensive away from being a playoff team. Jared Goff is just good enough to win play. Jared Goff might be good enough to win playoff games for your team. They've ar- he's already proved it. He's just good enough to get you to the Super Bowl with the right team. Yes, but the yeah, he is. And the Lions defense sucks. So bad. So bad. Which doesn't make any sense. In my head, after watching Hard Knocks, they were good. I thought their offense was gonna suck. Nah. Uh, so they the have Panthers, like the best young wide receiver in the league that's not already a top five receiver. Amon Ra. He's probably a top fifteen receiver in the league. I mean numbers. Swift, Swift Williams is a nasty combination. They don't even use Swift. I hate them. They love Jamal Williams. They love Jamal Williams. I don't know. The Lions should be good. The Panthers, let's get back to them. Okay. The, the Pan- only team more inconsistent than them this year is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Good thing they're competing for the division. 
Would you really call that being in the Panthers' hand playing against Tom Brady for a playoff spot? Or like, would I call it's it what? being in their own hands? Or would you call it like it's in Tom Brady's hand? It's just how he plays. It's it's one of those situations where both teams control their own destiny. Mm-hmm. Like the Panthers, if you win in Tampa Bay next week, your odds of making the playoffs are very high because. Week eight, if Panthers win against the Bucks, week eighteen, Panthers win and they're in. If it's a Bucks and Panthers lose, they're they're in still. Mm-hmm. But again, for the Bucks, if they just win next week against the Panthers, they're in. It doesn't matter they're what in. they do in week eighteen. Yeah, they have a home playoff game. Um, I need them to be in. So the it's going to be an ugly football game. I think the Buccaneers will win it, um, mostly because I don't believe the Panthers can repeat that twice in a row. Yep. Um, but there's a lot of encouraging signs about the Panthers. I think the offensive line took it extremely personally. An offensive line that's been very good this year mm-hmm. took it very personally that they got manhandled. They got they got bitched by the Steelers. They got bitched by the Steelers' defensive line. Can we talk about how Sam Darnold's look good though? Sam, <laughs> it's it's funny how he's he, had like a 115 QBR since coming back or something. It, something yeah. crazy. It's funny that you know if you give a guy that is smart and like has like good arm talent and you put him in a system where he doesn't have to make a lot of decisions. You put him in a place where it's not make a mistake or take a sack. Yeah. You're not like making him make Sam Darnold's not having to make plays for the Panthers. No. And so he's looking really good and exactly what he needed. But Matt rule never understood that. Yeah. Um, Funny note about Matt Rule is I I tweeted I said he was trending on Twitter this past weekend. He's been trending a lot lately. He's huh? he's been doing he's been annoying. But I did tweet about him and so at some Panthers fan page. I was talking about how he was trying to ruin careers because Chuba Hubbard, Sam Darnold, Terrace Marshall Jr. all looked like superstars. They yeah now they look like very good players. Mm-hmm. Well, very good. So they look like NFL players. Yeah. When Matt Rule's the coach. Terrace Marshall didn't play because he sucked so much. Chuba Hubbard sucked. Sam Darnold looked like shit. I'm still out on Chuba. Um, and I said, Matt Rule was trying to ruin careers, and someone responded to me. Mm-hmm. On Christmas Day, yep. defending Matt Rule. Oh, no. New, to the like like to the death defending Matt Rule. How, was How did fault? I miss that? I don't know. He was talking about, like, this isn't Matt Rule's fault, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, D- go be with your family. Mm-hmm. No need to defend Matt Rule on Christmas Day. Um, the Panthers are a win away from con- from really controlling their own destiny. So it's it, it, it's what a good seed place would to you guys be? Uh, you'd be four if four you win seed. the South. You can't make wild card. We yep no can't make the wild card. Okay, got it, um, got it, got it. We'd be four probably hosting ninety percent possible ninety nine percent. It would be the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good luck. Um, and and also with good news, uh, J.C. Horn had surgery. He's injured. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and Josh Norman got signed off the street. He's back with the Panthers. Mm-hmm. So good mm-hmm. things are happening. Reunion. Let's go to the NFC Beast Showdown. The Eagles versus the Cowboys. The Cowboys defeat the Jalen Hurtless Eagles, forty to thirty-four in Dallas. Um, does this game show how good Dallas is for beating the best team in the NFL, or does it show how good Philadelphia is? for only losing by six to arguably the second best team in the NFC it's B. without their starting it's quarterback. It's B. It's B. Yeah, right? The Eagles are so good that they you take Jalen Hurts, who's been probably going to – was had a chance of being MVP this year. It's going to be Mahomes, but had a chance of being MVP this year. 
Mm. And they only lose to Dallas by six. Pretty impressive. And Gardner Minshew actually looked good. Gardner Minshew should still be a starter somewhere, by the way. Oh, yeah. Should there be a C on here, or, that, or is Gardner Minshew just that good? It's not that. Okay, so it's He's good enough to be a starter in the NFL. I can think of a few a few places where he would probably be better than what they have. Yeah. New England's probably one of them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's um, a lot of teams that would probably like to have Gardner Minshew. But, you know, maybe he couldn't do it for a full season. Maybe he could. He might just be a spot backup player that mm-hmm. performs really well when he plays as a starter. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I could see him becoming the next Ryan Fitzpatrick in the NFL. Yes. Which is which would be so fun and so job. good for him. It's a great career. You play as a backup. You come in. You win a couple games. You take over a season or two here and there. It is what it is. And I bet if he ends up on the 49ers, he wins a Super Bowl. Probably. I mean, Brock Purdy might do it. And Brock Purdy. I highly believe that if next week I got a call from Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> he said, Purdy's gone. Everyone else in the world that can, that has ever thrown a football is dead. Can you come play with with which, us? Which yeah, I think I could I could win. You might you might be able to because you remember Kyle Shanahan said this about Jimmy G last year when they asked him, "Will he still be on the team next year?" Mm-hmm. He said, "I don't know if he'll be alive on Monday." Exactly. So you never know because he believes I can be his quarterback <laughs> so too. You don't know what's because the game plan is you just turn around, you hand it to Christian McCaffrey or some other running back. Depends on what year it is. Uh, and then when you don't have them, you uh, hand it off to a wide receiver. And if you don't want to hand it off, you fake the handoff and you give it to your big tight end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you yeah. let your defense dominate. Yeah. They, they're they unbelievable. Mm-hmm. They're unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think it shows how good the Eagles are. I think, I mean, coming down to it, Eagles, Cowboys, 49ers. Vikings? Be, I, I don't think the Vikings can really compete with those three teams. You're still out? I'm still out on the Vikings. Mistake, brother. Um, I think coming down to it, the NFC is going to be it's going to be a dogfight between those three teams. Oh yeah. And then AFC, it just looks like it's the same. It's the same old story. Mm-hmm. Chiefs, Bills. Who's coming out? I mean, I guess the Bengals did it last year, but <laughs> that was unbelievable. Um, if Lamar comes back, the Ravens are back in the conversation too. That's a good point. Yeah, we'll see how he looks. When he's AFC something. is just more fun than the NFC. That's plain and simple. Yeah, they have the two best teams in the NFL, probably, in my opinion. Probably the three best. Packers-Dolphins. The Green Bay Packers, captained by Aaron Rodgers, defeat the Dolphins And they on the keep road. your Super Bowl hopes alive. 26-20. My Super Bowl loser, the Green Bay Packers, are still alive. Uh, Tua may have another, <laughs> another concussion, which... He does. It's confirmed. Oh, it is? I saw he was in protocol. I didn't know if he... No, no, no. Mike McDaniel came out today and said, yeah, he for sure got concussed during the game. Okay. Should Sound, he retire? Sounds good. Uh, probably Three just, in one year? Probably just take the probably take the, take the the season, right? Take the season. Uh, who's their backup? Is it still Teddy? Teddy. Teddy. Which, if we're talking about backups that you need to come in and win games, it's about as good as it gets. Yeah, but Teddy's only good if he has to come off the bench in an emergency situation, not as a starter. That's a good point. He was in Carolina for a year. I saw that with my own eyes. Mm-hmm. But Matt Rule was his. Didn't they give him like three years, thirty six mil or no, something? No, Matt Rule was not his coach. They gave no. They gave Teddy like three. No, years, Matt Rule was mil. his coach. Matt, that was Matt Rule's first year. They yeah, gave, we don't need to they talk. They gave about, Teddy like eighty mil. We don't need to talk about contract details. Okay. Uh, Back to Packers Dolphins. My so Packers Dolphins, the the Green Bay Packers are. Fun. They're back to being fun. They looked like dog shit for what, ten weeks? 
the whole season. They look they look they look good now. Their defense actually looks good, which is what most people thought they were going to be relying on heavily this year. So that's good. AJ Dillon actually looks like a football player now. Yep. Um, and other than falling near the goal line, Christian Watson's been really good. He's been one of the, he's been the best. Uh, yeah, probably the the best rookie receiver in the last four or five weeks. He's been like better than Olave the last four or five weeks. Probably not better than Garrett Wilson or Drake London. I'm just talking the last last month. I mean, Watson had that two touchdown game. Okay, he, you're probably right in terms of pure stats. Yes, Watson's had, and especially a fantasy standpoint, it's probably him. Yeah, and he's playing very important football right now because Packers have a chance to make the playoffs, which is mm-hmm. insane to think. Um, I don't think I think if you're Minnesota, has OBJ to Green Bay been completely shut down yet? Probably. I think it's all Dallas. It's Dallas or bust. Well, it's bust then because they have T.Y. Hilton, who made a catch this weekend. Did he make a catch? 52-yard catch. Good job, Ty. Um, If the Packers make the playoffs. If you're the Vikings, you don't want to see them. The Packers make the playoffs and sign OBJ. Really, really scary if OBJ is healthy. I'm telling you. So the line this weekend for Green Bay, Minnesota, it's in Green Bay. Uh Green Bay is a three-point favorite. I think if we come playoffs – and Green Bay is on the road in Minnesota. I think they're still. I think Green Bay might be a favorite. Ugh. No way. I think it might they be a pick. I think it might be a pick 'em. Ugh. <laughs> we'll talk about the line later. I think the Dolphins are a really good team. Tariq Hill is unbelievable. Like so is truly Jaylen. unbelievable. So is Jalen Waddle. Imagine how easy it would be to play quarterback if you could just give the ball to either to. One to either of them, two to both of them. Yeah. Anytime you want. Oh yeah. No, yeah. I see why his stats were so good. Um. Yeah. The the Dolphins might be screwed now. They go. They have a huge game against the Patriots. This is kind of a do or die for both teams. So. We control our own destiny. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, both teams control their own destiny. Mm-hmm. So we'll ha- see how that shapes up. So those were the games we're going to talk about for last week. Um. Again, there's a lot of games that just don't matter. Yeah. The rest of the game sucked. Um, it's kind of nice because we're at that point in the season where we know which games matter. Mm-hmm. So we aren't just taking shots in the dark of what we're talking about. I'm surprised Panthers games still matter this late into the season. but Me too, but it, it turned out it really did. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're getting to good pats, get in the kennels. Got it. Got it. Got you got it. it? You want me to go first? You can go first. I, I've got a couple of good pats. Okay, good. Three to be exact. Got it. First one is a good pat to the people who make um, like art out of – Stacking soda can boxes okay. at like grocery stores. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, I went into Harris Teeter this week and they had one that was the Grinch and it was like, it was perfect. Yeah. I mean, their big time of the year is probably coming to a close too. Because it's a lot of football. They do a lot of football. They do a lot of holiday stuff. Mm-hmm. So I wonder, I've always wondered this. Do you think it's like a professional that comes in and do it or do you think yes. it's just some employee? I think it's a professional. Because there's no way a normal Joe could do, do that, right? Because no. I could. Someone from corporate. Someone from corporate. Mm-hmm. Um, so good, good pat to them. Um, mm-hmm. I've got another good pat to Luka Doncic and Nikola Jokic uh, for consistently doing things that the NBA that no one else has ever done in the NBA history. And they don't for, even look athletic. Yeah, except for Wilt Chamberlain. Mm-hmm. They lead. They lead the NBA in most stats. That it's just them and Wilt Chamberlain that have done it. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes Wilt hasn't even done it. Yeah. Um, like Luka's sixty twenty and ten game. Um, unreal. Insane. Did you watch I highlights would, of that game? I haven't watched it yet. I wanted to. <laughs> Is it insane? I saw the I saw the ending of it. That's a really insane part. Um, it's 
Yeah, I don't know how, how they do it. Yeah, they don't look athletic after it. Luca in his interview after his 60-20-10 game said, I need a recovery beer. Which is awesome. Which is sick. He's really like a people's champ. He is the people's champ. He would be my favorite player in the league. He's my favorite player in the league, not in the Celtics. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's. I think he's probably my favorite guy in the league that's not LeBron James. There you go. Um, that's that's high praise from you. I don't really like any Lakers players. Mm-mm. Um, yeah, when you when you do a stat that even Wilt Chamberlain hasn't done, mm-hmm. usually pretty impressive. Yeah. Because Wilt was just doing whatever. Extremely impressive. Um, so, yeah, good pat to those three people. Um, I've got to get in the kennel this week, only one. Dabo Sweeney. When He's been here before, I think. I think I've put him there before. Um, but this week, in an, uh, in an effort to be even more cringe and annoying than he already is, mm-hmm. he had a quote about NIL in which he said, we've always had NIL at Clemson. Yep. We've built this program on God's name, image, and likeness, mm-hmm. um, which might be the worst thing he's ever said. You going to take that away from him? Um, it's funny that he <laughs> – I'm not going to take that away from him. Clemson was built on God's name, image, and likeness. Um, DJ Uangale was like the first guy to sign an AL deal with Dr. Pepper mm-hmm. when it became legal, and he made a shit ton of money off of yeah. Dr. Pepper. Mm-hmm. So, you know, God's name, image, and likeness, that's, that's, that might be peak Dabo. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's ever, I think that might be peak Dabo. So, get in the kennel, Dabo, Sweeney. Good job, Dabo. Um, my turn? All you, baby. Um, I'll go ahead and give a good pat to Santa Claus for uh, his his showing up his one time a year. Another year, another year. He there he's undefeated. Hasn't missed one, which is incredible. Mm-hmm. Talk about people doing stuff that Will's never done. Will's yeah. never done that shit. I'm gonna go ahead and give a good pat to the people that like go to sunrise service uh, on Christmas Day or like New Year's because it's a big time of year for them. Uh, they do a lot of the dirty work that most of us other foot soldiers cannot. What, sunrise services? Yeah. Yeah. Those, um, those are, I've actually, disclaimer, never been to one, but talk to me about a midnight service. I can get behind those. I actually, I don't know if I could now. Yeah. I used to be able to get behind them when I was younger, mm-hmm. but maybe not anymore. I think I can still get behind, more behind them than sunrise. Yeah. Um, my get in the kennel goes to the weather. It has been ungodly cold for a week straight. And it, where we live, here in Raleigh, North Carolina, if it is going to be below 20 degrees and all I'm seeing outside is grass, don't want no, it. No, I don't want it. It's no. It's like when it rains when it's like 42. Uh-huh. It's like just just be a little colder and just snow mm-hmm. at this point. Or, uh, it, it, it's just been too cold. It's, it is funny for us to complain about it because I know people live like this all the time. Yeah, and there's people that we're seeing like negative 60 yeah, or to forty or some whatever the crazy number is. Yeah, when I saw the wind chill was in the was in the single digits. No, what like in the crazy thing? What is it going to be? Like? It's going to be like seventy on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So it, you know, it was it was it gave us it gave us hope. Yep, a lot of hope. hope. What what are we on? What are we on? We got basketball plays. No, that's Kansas oh, again. Oh, everyone's on Kansas today. <laughs> I, I'm on Arkansas. That's a public. Which I didn't. You're part re- of the big public. I'm part of the public. Uh-huh. Um. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and we're talking about the Liberty Bowl, Arkansas, Kansas, which is funny that they're playing. Why? Arkansas, Kansas? That's hilarious. That's, uh, I, I didn't even think about that. That's hilarious. I didn't put that together until lunch today. Mm. Um, 
But yeah, no, it's been way too cold and it's about to get hot again. Not hot. It's going to get warm again. Yep. It's going to go back to me having to like wear shorts when I go outside. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. But then it's just going to get cold again. It's like 18 degrees on Christmas and on New Year's it's going to be like 66. Insane. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be nice weather for the Duke Mayo Bowl. Thank mm-hmm. you, Santa. I think those were some good passes and some good in the kennels. Those were so good ones. in the kennel we have Dabo Sweeney in the weather, mm-hmm. which seems fair to me. Next on the itinerary today, the college football playoff. Woo-hoo. It is officially here. It is three days out. Um, the greatest thing college football did was putting the playoff on New Year's Day or New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. It's such a good time to do it. It's so, it's so much fun. Yeah, it's really good. Um, we'll start with the first game, which will be TCU versus Michigan. We'll talk a little bit about the game, and then we'll get into some picks for it. Mm-hmm. Um, this will be, obviously, TCU's greatest test of the season. This will probably not be Michigan's greatest test of the season, though. Um, their offense has found ways to win every week, led by Max Duggan. Um, but they haven't played a defense as good as Michigan's all year. Um, and Hallbar, Hall, I can't say his last name. Harbaugh. Hallbar. That sounds right. Um, has cemented Michigan as the top dog the last two years in the Big Ten. Um, the only way they can really take that title from Ohio State, though, is that they win a championship. I don't think this is this year, though. Um, can can, we, can TCU's defense break through Michigan's defense? Offense, you mean? TCU's offense break through Michigan's defense. Uh, Probably not. I'm trying to uh, – I'm, what I'm doing right now is a little bit of my own research. I'm looking at Michigan's schedule from this year. The best team they played all year they beat was Ohio, Ohio State. State. On the, they went to Columbus and beat Ohio State. Are we about to make picks in this game? Yeah, we're going to make picks in this game and the next game. Okay, you go ahead and read the lines. You go ahead and read the lines okay. while I do my research. So I'll read the lines. Um, this game, I can't remember. Is this the Fiesta Bowl? Can't remember. Uh, Yes. So TCU is plus two twenty five on the money line. Michigan is minus two ninety five. Michigan is a seven and a half point favorite, and the over under is set at fifty eight and a half. Um, this is one of those games where you look at it and I say that's the perfect line. Mm-hmm. I think, I think, I think, I think. I had there was a point in the season where I told myself I was done losing money betting against TCU. Yes, because all Me they. Too. All they did was cover games. Mm-hmm. And so what I did is I switched and I said, you know what? I'm not going to lose money betting against them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bet on them. And then they lost. And so I can't read TCU at all. Gotcha. I'm, complete, I'm completely out on betting on TCU games. Um, what I th- do think will happen, though, is I think TCU – I think I'm going to take under 58 and a half. Oh, no. No, no, no. I think TCU – I don't think TCU's offense can handle this defense. I think their defense is – Michigan's defense is way too physical, way too aggressive. I think when Michigan gets the ball, they're going to control a lot of clock. Even no Blake Corum, they still run, run, run. And J.J. McCarthy isn't going to be – isn't a big hitter at quarterback. Yep. I think it's going to be the opposite of what we see in the next game. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and take under 58 and a half because I don't think I don't think I can, in good conscience, I can't take a side on this game. I'm taking the over. Oh. Um, I think Michigan's defense is good, but even when they played Ohio State, there were still over 60 points scored in that game. But they won by 20. They did. But do you think is TCU's offense? I don't think. To Ohio State? I I don't think. 
that Michigan has played a QB like the one they're going to be seeing come Fiesta Bowl. You think Duggan's different than Stroud? Yes, in terms of what they do. Stroud is solely Stroud is a pocket guy. passer. Solely pocket. He can't get outside the pocket, which is going to be a big problem. And Max Duggan opens it up. Do I think Michigan's defense is good enough to stop it? Yes. Have they been watching film all week on it, all month on it? Yeah. Over. Okay. I like it. Hey, a house divided. I think that if they really thought this game was going to be so one-sided, they would have set the under a little lower to trap more people on the over. That's that's a good point. But I think you see 58 and a half, and you're like, man, that means if Michigan get 35 on their own, mm-hmm. you're talking you know, 24 from And for the fun, TCU. I'll take TCU plus seven and a half. So we got two picks for that one. Yeah. TCU plus seven. And a half. I think if I was taking a side – um, I have to root for the underdog. Yeah, I think if I was taking a side, it would be TCU. Um, but again, I, I don't I don't think I can pick a side anymore in TCU games. I just think actually switch mine, switch mine to Michigan. Was it because I just? Said? It's not because of what you said. Okay, it's because I started thinking in my head if this over hits, I think it's because Michigan covers. Michigan just stops them. I think it's because they score fifty on their own. Um, now let me, let me, let me put this scenario in your head. I don't, if I told you it was Michigan minus six, I would be on TCU. You're on TCU, right? All 100%. day. <laughs> I'm on TCU. I might sprinkle TCU money line there, but it's not. And truthfully, the game time play will come when I see what the public is on. Fair enough. That's usually a good, usually a good way to go. So we'll get into the night game on the 31st. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the one I think everyone's really excited for. Ohio State, Georgia. Yep. Ohio State sneaks into the college football playoff again after Pac-12 championship, um, USC's loss. Yep. They're not the same Ohio State as years past, but they still are Ohio State and are still led by one of the nation's best quarterbacks and have one of the nation's best receiving cores. Probably. Well, they're missing one of those receivers, though. They are losing Jackson Smith and Jiba, but mm-hmm. they still have Marvin Harrison Jr. Mm-hmm. and um, the other one. The, uh, the other guy. I can't remember his name. Mm-hmm. Um, the new Alabama, Georgia, has reloaded and looked like the best team in the NCAA the majority of the year. Except, except for, for that one game. Except for Missouri. They've they've had a couple of – in that one half against Kent State, they looked really bad. Yep. Um, but they're led by a defense still full of NFL first-rounders. And a very old quarterback. Jalen Carter and um, R- Kelly Ringo. Um, yep, and they are led by a 30-year quarterback with big game experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know what the line is in this game. So I'll hit, I'll give give it to you. Ohio State is plus 210 on the money line. Georgia is minus 260 on the money line. So I'll give you two different spreads here. Pick your poison, okay? You can either have Georgia at minus 6.5 at minus 115, mm-hmm. or you can have them at minus 6 at minus 125. Or you can have Ohio State at plus 6.5 at minus 105. <laughs> Or you can have Ohio State at plus seven at minus one fifteen. The over under is set at sixty two and a half. Ohio State plus seven at minus one fifteen, please. Uh, right? Yeah, that's the play. And I think it's <laughs> <laughs> a play, it's dude. It's the easiest thing. Of, that's the play. It's like oh, if man. there was a half on the end of that, I'd be on the other Georgia. side. I'd like be the other side. Um, and while we're at it, sprinkle the money line. I do like that. I do like that. Um, so. Because truthfully, I think what happens is Georgia covers or Ohio State wins. Yeah. 
let's see here. I think you know what this kind of feels like. It feels like that that year with Ohio State, where it was Justin Fields, mm-hmm. and they were they were playing Clemson in the College Football Playoff. It was the COVID year, mm-hmm. and Clemson was about probably about a five point favorite, four point favorite. Mm-hmm. And I think everyone was on Clemson because Clemson looked unstoppable that year. I mean, they ran through the ACC. Well, yeah. And then Ohio State went in there and they lit them up, mm-hmm. basically just because Justin Fields was better than Clemson's defense. So this will be a big game for C.J. Stroud. If mm-hmm. C.J. Stroud is able to pick apart Georgia's amazing defense. It'll be awesome. One, and his, he'll cement himself as number one pick. Yeah, his draft stock will go way up. Mm-hmm. But two, I think Ohio State has a, good, a really good chance of winning. And Ohio State-Michigan would be an awesome college football final. The great. I think that I think that's what the world wants. It's Honestly, it's probably what college football wants. So hear me say this. If college football playoff committee wants their views to be up, Ohio State is winning this game. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, how can you not turn into the big game as if, a national if championship? If you're a believer that football is rigged. Which we are. Occasionally. When things don't swing our way, it's rigged. <laughs> if, but if you're a true believer that things are rigged, the winners this weekend are Michigan-Ohio State. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be the most. Uh, all right. Who's lying? Who's lying? What's the line? Of what? I think it's. I think it's Michigan State minus two and a half. Well, Michigan. It's Michigan, Michigan playing. Michigan. <laughs> I think it would be Michigan minus three. If it's Michigan State, it's Ohio State minus thirty. If they're playing Michigan State. Yeah, but if it's Michigan minus three, and the last time these two teams met up, you Michigan won by twenty. We're on Ohio State money line. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So go ahead and put us down from Ohio State money line. Yeah. Wow. Okay. What are your picks in this? What, what did you, you took plus seven? I put, I'm, yeah, I'm on plus seven, too. Okay. That's why I gave us the options there, because that plus six and a half kind of scary. But, mm-hmm. but plus, plus seven, seven it, like it adds it. a whole new sense of comfort. I like it. I like it. I like it. All right. So those are our college football picks. Um, if you want to see our picks for the rest of the bowl games, we post them every day around lunchtime. On Twitter. On Twitter, um, at GBBH1. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you fact-checking? I'm fact-checking because I think there might be an underscore in there. Yeah, I think it's underscore one. Yep, GBBH, at GBBH underscore one. Um, me and Brian's picks are for college football. Bowls are up there all the time. Um, our NFL picks will be posted there as well. And once, you know, football stops, we might throw some NBA picks up there and stuff. But I can't wait till we're an NBA podcast for like a month. It's going to be great. I love it. I love it. I love it. And, um, and then we'll probably retire in the summer. We, and we, then we'll be like, oh, it's football. Let's start this back up. Yeah, again. well, we go on vacation. Yeah. We vacation during the summers. Yeah. We can't just please the people and never take time for ourselves. Yeah. There's got to be some time for ourselves. All right. So let's get into NFL picks for this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so Thursday night game this week is an interesting one. Um, Cowboys are on the road in Tennessee. The Cowboys mm-hmm. are minus 550. The Titans are plus 375. The spread is in favor of the Cowboys at 10, over under set at 40 and a half. God. Man, does this game suck. Just Are the Titans still in competition for the fucking NFC South? Yes. So or whatever division, East? AFC South. AFC South. It's them. The Jaguars currently are in first of the Ugh. AFC South. Um, Who's starting? Tannehill or Willis? Tannehill's out for the year. Okay, so it's Malik Willis. Who has not been good. No. So give me Tennessee plus 10. And... Give me the under. Under. Under 40 and a half is the play. Yep, that's the play. Um, the I reason, can't take Cowboys minus 10. Yeah, I don't think I can too, especially because they're not really 
they can't. I don't think they can win the division. After yeah, after an emotional win last week, and now they're going outside to the cold on a Thursday. And it's like, oh, they should really destroy this rookie quarterback. Yeah. Short under. week. Yeah, give me Tennessee plus ten. Mm-hmm. No, no, we don't have to say more about it. That's it. That's just it. Um, now the battle for the NFC South. Um, if Bucks win, they win the NFC South. Yep. So we have Carolina plus one forty on the road in Tampa Bay uh-huh. minus one sixty. The Bucks are three point favorites. The over under is set at thirty nine and a half. I'm really interested to see what you do here. Um, I've seen this story before. Back to the Panthers being a very inconsistent team. Mm-hmm. Bad Good. week in loading. Bucks minus three. I'm and also I, Bucks minus three. And I think. And I think it will be a close. I think it will be a close game. Okay. Um, and I think it will be one of those games where Tampa Bay just overpowers them right at the end. Okay. Um, what whatever way that might be, I don't think it's going to be Tampa Bay blows them out, and I don't think it's going to be like what it was the first time they played, in which Tampa Bay got shit on. They mm-hmm. lost like twenty eight to three. Um, so you know what I'm going to do actually. I'm going to take Panthers first half plus one and a half. Oh, wow. That's your official play? Yeah. And Bucks minus three or what? First, yep. So Two plays. My, two, my, I, yep. I, I think I'm seeing this right. I think Carolina mm-hmm. first half plus one and a half. I think this is going to be an ugly game. I think at halftime it's going to be like 6-6. Six, six. So why are you not taking first half under? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I, don't, I, can't, I can't take three points. Last time you told me there was going to be no points in a Panthers game, there was like 21 off the rip. Yeah. So maybe I can't see Panthers. My play for this game is Bucks minus three. And I like that play a lot. I was hoping as a Panthers fan that you would hedge your emotions with Bucks minus three. And I am. Good job. I am. I am. I am. I am. Um, So I'll see what you'll do um, because this is also a very important game for the wild card in the AFC. Mm -hmm. We have the Miami Dolphins captained by Teddy Bridgewater. They're plus 130 on the road against New England, who is minus 150. Patriots are two and a half point favorites. The over-under is 42. Which 42 seems high for a Patriots game. Mm-hmm. Let's get that straight. Here's what I've come to find out since Tom Brady left the Patriots. They do things that I don't want them to. So I'll take Patriots minus two and a half. Uh, just based on winning will keep the playoff hopes alive, and I don't want them anywhere near the playoffs. And the Dolphins can't play in cold weather. They played good against Buffalo. That game was like, what, zero degrees? Yeah, but it's different when it's snowing. Um, it's it's different cold in Foxborough. I'm on the opposite side. I'm on Dolphins plus two and a half. Okay, have fun. I like Teddy. I like I like I like this. This is a Teddy Bridgewater game. Yep. This got Teddy written all over. Also, there's something about the Dolphins against the Patriots at the end of the season. Yeah, we never win that game. So time to do it. <laughs> oh no, that means I should be a god. Yep. Welcome to it. All right. Next game. Um, th- this slate is pretty bad this week. Did this line already move? The line I'm looking at right now? Mm-hmm. Maybe, did it? You well, do, the you, next game we're talking about is 49ers Raiders, and Jarrett Stidham got announced as the starter. Oh, yeah. Let's see if they even have it up. Probably don't. Oh, my God, it moved. What is it, 10 now? Yeah. Okay, so let me update this. We'll, we'll, go, we'll go into the next game first. No, we'll just do this. All right. Yep. The 49ers, not even going to get the money line. doesn't matter. 49ers are 10-point favorites against the Raiders. It's in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. The over-under is set at 41 and a half. Mm-hmm. So the line moved plus f- four. four in favor of the 49ers, and the over-under dropped by five points. Mm-hmm. Um, Give me Stidamania. the Raiders plus 10. Stidamania. Mm-hmm. 
I'll take the Raiders plus ten. I think it's a bit of an overreaction. Uh, I think I think them starting Jarrett Siddham's a bit of a reaction to whatever Derek Carr did last week in the coldest game in Pittsburgh history. Yeah. Um, I can very easily see Jarrett Siddham starting this game. Somehow them being down like 14 at the half and then them being like, all right, Derek, here's your moment, and mm-hmm. he just turns it on. But the reason I'm taking Raiders plus 10 is in my head, if Siddham starts the whole game, I like guys that were Brady backups mm-hmm. covering in starts. Mm-hmm. Ryan Mallett. Ryan Mallett, Joey Brissett. <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo. Ryan Hoyer against the Packers this year. Ooh, Bailey Zappi. No, he was never Brady. He's a backup. Um, yeah, I don't – It maybe it wasn't – I think it may be I'll just – the, the Niners don't have anything to play for. I don't think they have anything to play for either, and I think the Raiders have everything to play for. Mm-hmm. I think it's McDaniels still playing to have his name in good standing. Who? Josh. Josh McDaniels. Yeah. I think it's still him playing to have his name in good standing. He's yeah. not. I don't. He's not going to get fired after the season, like I thought earlier. Mm-hmm. But you know, picking up two wins at the end of the year makes a lot more bearable. Mm-hmm. It gives them more leeway next year. Yeah. And they still have a talented roster. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but the 49ers are the 49ers, so you never know. Yep. Um, we'll go into our last Sunday during the day game. We have the Vikings, who are plus 160 on the road in Green Bay, who is minus 180. The Vikings are plus 3 at plus 100. The Packers are minus 3 at minus 120. The over-under is set at 48.5. Um, I've already texted Brian about this. This is the game that's going to get me in a lot, a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. So um, go ahead and make your pick. Green Bay minus 3. It's uh, the mortgage bet of the week. So whatever your mortgage is, if you want to if you want to go ahead and make your mortgage back for Next month. Mm-hmm. Green Bay minus three. There you go. This is also going to give me a lot of trouble. This is an, an effort to save my spot in the good boys' bad habit standings. Minnesota? No. Packers minus three. Okay. Three units. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's what I'm talking about. Mortgage bet. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Brian took it to heart. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm on too many favorites. Dude, I really wanted to take Vikings because we did get a Cousins candle for Christmas, and I really wanted mm-hmm. to burn it. No, um, we can't burn it until uh, playoffs. playoffs. Until yeah. they're a home dog in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So there it is. Sunday night, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers, plus 140, on the road in Baltimore at minus 160. Ravens are three-point favorites. The over-under is a classic AFC North over-under. 29 and a half. 30, <laughs> 36. Oh. Um, is the... Lamar Jackson's playing, right? I have no clue. <laughs> Can, does Steelers money lines my play? Steelers plus one forty. Yeah. Um, let's just let me go. Let me go get a quick check on Lamar. Lamar is playing. He's questionable, so we'll call it. He's playing. Um. I again, I think this is one where I've seen this story. Under thirty six. That's a good one. Give That's me, a good pick. give me a 13-9 football game. I'm too, wor- I'm too scared of both of these teams <laughs> to do something that I don't expect to take the over or the under. Oh man, wow, that'll be a fun one. All right, Ooh, well let's get good Monday night. Yeah, game. let's get into Monday night. One of the best game games of the week. All one of the best games all year. Yeah, probably. We have Buffalo, who is minus one fifteen on the road in Cincinnati, who is minus one hundred five. Mm-hmm. The Bills are a point favorite, and the over under is set at forty nine and a half. Um. I think this this is tough. I have two plays. Okay, you know, you give me your plays. Over forty nine and a half. 
how do you not, right? Yep. How do you not? Uh, Bengals plus one. Yeah, I'm on the Bengals. Um, I think this might be just Joe Burrow's solidifying himself game. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't know. There's no, the, the Cincinnati still. I think with Buffalo the Buffalo bang- will be coming out though because they do need home field. You would rather have home field. Mm-hmm. You want the first round bye. But I, I think how the Bengals play can kind of rely on what happens in Ravens Steelers. I think if the Ravens lose and the Bengals know they have the AFC North kind of locked up, yeah, that they won't care as much about the game. But I think it's really a prove-it moment for Joe Burrow to be like, why do you guys not talk about me the way you talk about Josh Allen? I agree. I agree. What did Buffalo do last week? They, they, they won. They beat the Bears, which was a close game for mm-hmm. a while. But it was disgusting out. I, I'm t- I, I'm just gonna take I'm gonna take Buffalo. Uh, I'm I, also gonna go ahead and stay. I'm switching. I'm on Buffalo. Switch me too. Okay. Because still, all I start overall. all I started thinking about was how Stefan Diggs had a down week. Yep. And so this is gonna go horribly for us. Yeah. But um, I'm staying on the over. Still on the over. So let me just give us our records real quick from last week. Uh, Brian four and seven for minus three point seven. Uh-huh. Hampton five and four for plus point four. Mm-hmm. Michael three and three for minus point three. Um, so I'll just go ahead and give a give a quick totals also here. Um, in first place, Michael forty two forty three and three at mm-hmm. minus seven point three. Mm-hmm. Hampton fifty one fifty five and two at minus nine point nine eight. Brian fifty six fifty four and three minus twelve point eight five. And a positive record. Um, yeah, you're the only one that has actually won. Yeah, you have a positive record, but you're last. So, funny how that works. Mm-hmm. Um, Moneyline Dog of the Week. Oh, God, I forgot. I haven't even looked at them. You always got to be ready for the Moneyline Dog. Okay. Mine's going to be pure heart, so I'll go first. <laughs> I already know what mine is. Mine is the Rams. What are they at? Plus 230 against the Chargers. Love it. The Chargers are in the playoffs. They're coming off a high. Time for immediate beat down low. Yep, 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 yep. Here's mine. You're going to love this one. Indianapolis plus 200. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. That was almost mine. <laughs> Indianapolis against the Giants. What a winnable game. Um, over-unders of the week. Um, Man, you got a good line on Steelers-Ravens over-under. They're already changed. What is it? 35 now. Oh, yeah. We got a full point of value there. Um, Bears lines over 52. <clears throat> what a fun game that's that, going to be. That's going to be fun. I mean, Justin Fields could run for 300 yards. Uh-huh. Um, After what Chuba Hubbard did? <laughs> give, me, uh, give me... You're going to hate this one. Mm-hmm. You might not hate it, but you probably will. Um, Dolphins Patriots over 41 and a half. I almost picked that one. It's it feels again, it feels high for a Patriots mm-hmm. game. Show me 38 there. Show yeah, me 39. Exactly. Something in the 30s, we're leaning more towards the under and probably not taking it as our over under the week. Exactly. But I respect it though. All right. Well, I think those are some good picks. Um, follow us on Twitter for the rest of our picks for college football. And for the playoffs. Austin Moore pick of the week. Um, oh yeah. Fun fact about the Duke Mayo Bowl. Okay. Um, the Austin Moore segment will also be the Duke and Mayo Bowl. Oh, so what other I'm, team's money line. So what I'm going to try to do, <laughs> Maryland. Um, so what I'm going to try to do, 
mm-hmm. is I'm going to try to record. I haven't told him this yet, but I'll find him. The stadium is only so big. Mm-hmm. Try to record a quick segment before the game okay. with me and him giving picks. Heck yeah. And we'll run it on next week's show to yes. see how wrong we both were. Oh, yeah. It's for, good. Just for that And game? I'm going to make us take at least two picks. And one player prop. Yeah. So, okay. So one pick and a player prop. Or do you want us to both get on the game three ways? Two player props, one pick on the side of the game, or the. Uh, we'll see here's how what the, I want. We'll I want see. a pick in the game. I want the over under, and I want a player prop. Okay, we can make that happen. Okay. Pick of the game, pick a side. Yep. Side over under player prop. Yes. Me and the Austin Moore segment. I'm gonna be getting there early. I know he will too. So we'll link up. Awesome. Segment will air, and we'll give our records. Okay. Good. All right. See you next week. Bucks and six. <laughs>